Calm it's down. bear base. I know. Yeah. Fuck! Fuck! Ah, it burns so fucking bad. That's there. Bear base to the eye. Straight to the eye. Okay. Look at this horse shit. It got me right in the eye with bear mace. Keep streaming. I got it. Keep streaming. I am. I got it, Banks. My face is burned, too. You gotta get him out of here. No, I can't. Look. I can't even. Keep streaming me. I'm streaming. So get someone to stream me. I got it. I got it, Banks. Okay. It's Rick Wright right here. I got it. Okay. What is my people saying? All right. Damn, that sucks. I need more milk. Bakes, it's just, it's gonna hurt for a second. Hey, man. TC and Jake. Hello, folks. It's me, TC Fleming here. Jake is not here. I'm gonna leave it up to you to guess why. Whoever uh, guesses first and emails it to me gets pit tickets. Pit tickets to what? Just pit <laughs> just tickets to the pit. To the pit hole. You gotta go to the pit. You Work some shit now. out in the pit. Let's get down in the pit. This um, just in. Blink-182 has announced... Absolutely. ...a reunion tour with original drummer Scott Rayner. No. They in that briefly announced the reunion tour with second drummer Travis Barker and known Kardashian. Do you, yeah, this is, this is going to be the first Kardashian-inflected tour. Maybe. You think there was previous? Maybe, maybe Mark had something on the side. No, Travis is—he's in a different world than them. Kim might—that's very true. To their benefit, dude. Well, Tom is on a totally different planet. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, but uh, I feel like Tom and Mark—you know, like they have their differences, obviously, but like they're similar people fundamentally. In a way that is not true of Travis. Travis was, some could say, blessed by getting into a plane crash. Yeah, well, really, you know, he learned a lot. He learned a lot. It bolstered his career. It uh, it made it made some things happen. And one of those things happened is that he was already an A-list drummer, first call drummer. But it kind of catapulted him into a A-list celebritum. You think it was sense. that? Sure. I feel like he's already there. I don't. I mean, I don't know. You'd know him better than me. I don't, I don't know. Really. I think that was probably a, a transitional era. That's probably why he's hanging out with AM. Anyway, he was he was transitioning into. Yeah, A-list. that's kind of what I'm saying. You know, like R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. But um, I don't know. This is Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Richardson here uh, in for Jake. I think that Jake and I will probably check on what hospitals are like later in the week. He was in one until yesterday. It sounded like they weren't great, and then they were okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I know about a couple different hospitals with a couple different types of cafeterias. He texted me late and was just like, they'll just let you go anywhere in here. Damn, did he go to the specimen lab? (laughs) I don't think he was taking advantage of the fact they would let him go anywhere, but he he was doing some laps. To, you know, to work, to work some stuff out in the pit. Yeah, He's looking for, for the pit. Man, I bet there's a man. And uh, I bet there's a lot of stuff to work out in the pit when you have another yeah, baby. I, I don't think it was that. Like, uh, it's not like it was like touch and go. I was listening. No, to, sure. Uh, Just g- in general, the general anxiety, the whole experience. Uh, Groobs was saying that he had uh, seizures when he was a child. It's not like that. Yeah. However much panic you would feel as your fucking 
two-month-old is seizing. He didn't have anything close to that, I don't think. So I don't want people to be unduly, uh, you know, worried or whatever. But, sure. No, everything know. was good, right? Everything yeah, yeah. was I think so. healthy and wonderful. I wasn't I just, there. I just mean I know I'd have a lot of strife and frustration and anxieties to work out in the pit during such a, you know, impactful yet beautiful experience. Yeah. Um, so I think both of us are a little bit sick separately. It's different diseases, I'm fairly confident. Uh, Megan, Neither of which appear to be the COVID, SARS-V2, COV-2019. That's right. Um, wet market Megan dish. had a strep. Oof. So I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. I, uh, I got a, uh, a diagnosis from uh, a doctor, a doctor of rock, who said, you've been sharing a vape. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, a guy yeah. in App Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin knows how to rock, especially in Rocktober. Absolutely, yeah. It's the world's, uh, not the world's, I don't want to say the world. I know there must be some pretty drunk places in the world. Um, Probably Uz Eastern Europe. Uzbek province. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Uzbek. Uh, sure, the, the Caucasus Mountains. Yeah, I mean, just anywhere where they wear tracksuits. You know, people get drunk on the beach, but people get jaundice in fucking the northern parts. Yeah, of this world. you have to drink vodka just to be able to. Yeah, like, keep your teeth in certain parts of the world. Yeah, so um, I I think it's a whole different style of drinking in your Russia slash Appleton. Well, in the United States of America, I am. We are led to believe that Appleton, Wisconsin takes over the number one spot for America's drunkest town. And let me tell you, it was a Tuesday night in Appleton, and these <laughs> motherfuckers were scorched. I love that. They were tripping on beer. And it's <laughs> all beer. That. I mean, occasionally they'll take a shot. Of and what? It's, oh, man, it wasn't really a Malort thing, although they brought us shots of Malort in Chicago. That's a whole other story. That lingers. I know you don't drink TC, but usually, you know, 90 seconds, two minutes after you take a shot, it's like, okay, that was a little squirmy, but I can throw it back with a Montucky cold snack or something and be okay. Shout out to Montucky, big sponsor of IJB. <laughs> uh, to be clear, not, but yes. Uh, no, uh, but Malort is this whole other thing. Anytime someone tries to tell you that this particular type of booze was made by monks in a monastery 1300 years ago or something mm -hmm. be it your malort or your uh oh, now i can't even remember some of the other ones but chartreuse why would you make it again there's no way the monks were good at what they're doing they were desperate yeah i know anytime you're not allowed to have sex you're gonna make some pretty strong alcohol yeah, I don't, just not the kind that other people are just going to enjoy. Like, as a hey, it's Tuesday. Let's have a nice, nice little malort. Well, they're loving it in the upper Midwest. Is that what you call it? We're trying to figure out. It's not it's the Rust just, Belt, right? I think it's just the Midwest. Just the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the like, Rust, uh, Rust you Belt might is call like Ohio, like, uh, Minnesota. But I mean, those are interchangeable. Like, you know, not interchangeable, but like they like Ohio is in the Midwest, but it's also in the Rust Belt. Uh, Gary, Indiana, I would safely put in the Rust Belt. Yeah, it's the And buckle. it touches Chicago. So can we call Chicago the Rust Belt? No. It cleans up its act 
once it crosses state lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to make a true detective based on Gary, Indiana. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, yeah. We were discussing, I was on tour with Quaker City Nighthawks, a music band that I play percussion in, and we just did a tour. More on that later. More on that elsewhere, too, later. Um, but, however, um, we were discussing how just ragged, like Gary, Indiana has to be a shout out to anybody from Gary. If Freddie Gibbs is listening, if Jermaine Jackson is listening mm -hmm. uh, or Joe, um, that uh, Newark and Gary have to be sister cities. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about how, like, how is it possible? Like fucking shit ass parts in New Jersey, like, are got home values that are just like astronomical like, yeah and but like newark like anything like remotely close to new york like it just it just works economically it has to there's no other way there's too many people it's just for like you basic to, economic principles would dictate but like it's not that far it's right, right. there it's right that you it can is, see it it's picturesque it's nothing the views alone you'd think would be worth a ton of money but we, we got seems to, to me like the easiest thing in the world would be to make a prosperous community in the land where Newark in New Jersey is. But yeah, they here just they can't are. Get, they can't, fucking it up. They just can't get it together. Uh, we were discussing the types of vegetation that you often see in places that are along a body of water, but are also surrounded by like Mr. Freeze level industry. Uh-huh. And it's always like, you know, like wavy, tall, like seaweed looking vegetation that's just growing in a ditch <laughs> next to a lake or a yeah. large body of water and as the camera pulls back you know it's just some like steaming scene of industry mm -hmm. it's just it's just looks like a you know like a, a landscape of carcinogens yeah it's um, beautiful shout out to gary gary <laughs> <laughs> it's great that they named it gary you gotta love that. Yeah, it's uh, nestled right up next to Roger, yeah. Roger, Michigan. You, uh, you guys didn't play Which Gary. I think is where, no, we did. I don't know if anybody's ever played Gary. I mean, plenty of people have. There, I don't know if there's venues in Gary. There, there's, I mean, there's probably a venue now, but yeah. like, you know, in maybe the past, like, it was like it was a big city. Maybe like the Joker's henchmen. Maybe they <laughs> rehearse in Gary. <laughs> The steel plant. Uh, yeah, no, I'm under the impression that now it's like uh, there's just it's almost literally no one. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of buildings, but like they're just there, and took, like there's a couple caretakers. You know, like people just there <laughs> the to make sure. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that otherwise, like the world is abandoned, Gary. Boy, it seems that way. We. Uh, David, our guitarist, had to pee really badly, and we were taking a route. Uh, I don't, I can't remember the interstate, but that just takes it takes you south and then kind of curves. The skyway, most route. likely. Yeah, we were on the skyway. Uh huh. Uh, I put on uh, some Kanye as we approached. I believe it's the Anderson exit, which was like the most direct exit to take to his the childhood home. Okay. That he lived with Donda at. And it that appeared to be only about a block or two from the lake. Like they're very, very close to the water. Nice. And uh the so, like one from the shows? The one that he li lit on fire or whatever. Yeah. Did he like, lit it on fire? I don't think he lit it on fire. Well, he might have lit it on he fire. He light himself on fire like an 80s stuntman in no, that show. He remarried Kim. 
Some somebody was on that fire was the at crescendo. that thing. Something was on fire. There. By the way, I like I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I just know when I see stories. I don't know when they actually come out. So maybe I'm wrong about this. But I think that you might have been driving and then here since uh, the the Kanye secret tapes came out. There was uh, there was more to the Tucker interview. Oh and, no, uh, I don't know about motherboard. Got a hold of is it the anti-Semitic con- content? Well, I mean, like among other things. Gotcha. Uh, that like Tucker's, you know, like the the setup of the interview is like, is this man insane? Listen and find for yourself. Uh, and like the, all the stuff Conclusion? that he cut out <laughs> yeah. is like uh, the stuff where it's cl- he's obviously insane. Like you know, yeah. with all due respect, I don't even want to use that word. Oh, of like, course, you know, no one has uh, more sympathy and understanding. For Kanye West than I do. Everybody knows that by uh, now. Everybody should know that by now. And give TC's opinions a real, a real hearty listen, because he makes a great case. Because I was out on Kanye, but he's pulled me. TC has pulled me back in. But he, he's. But maybe that now I don't know if I want to say that. Well, no, I'm. He still yeah, has still my full support. Sure. Uh, but like, like, just I don't. Know, I, I think an important thing to understand is like. You know, he like has he tells you he's bipolar and like whatever bipolar like taking someone who's experiencing a manic episode and like interpreting all their statements as like flatly literal and attaching like full weight and judgment to them. That just that sounds nuts to me. Like who would do that? Like, so I don't know the people that are like, you know, he says that, uh, yeah, I don't even want to say the word Jews, but, uh, you know, he says that Jewish people, whatever. And I disagree. Like, okay. Yeah. I disagree too, but <laughs> you know, like, of course, just want to like, get on the record, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the, the thing that stood out most to me is, uh, he was telling Tucker that <coughs> one of, one of Kanye's friends has a kid and he's like putting that in quotation marks and he's like, it's an actor hired to pose as his kid to infiltrate my home to sexualize my child. Come on, I haven't heard that. What? That yeah. he, that I was talking over the last bit. We say the last bit. Sexualize my child. Just the way he's always yeah. saying, like the Kim is like, you know, uh sending them up. Right. Like and like that he thinks that one of his friends, that he someone who he thought was a friend. Uh, has like an as a, a hired actor that's like there to like infiltrate Kanye's home. Oh, to man. like yeah, so crisis know. actors. So uh, the, the fact that Tucker listened to all that was like mm, yeah yeah yeah, and then Jesus, then man. went on the air, looked down the barrel of the camera, and was like, "Is he nuts? Judge for yourself." Yeah, we're taking a few steps back. I feel like if we're gonna exploit someone who's bipolar, if we're gonna exploit their paranoia. And possibly attach actual questions to it. You know, is this person okay or not on a news program? Yeah, I don't think Tucker's a good guy. I I don't know. I'm going to apply my same uh, uh, my same method of human judgment that you apply to everyone else and say, I don't know. I don't know if I'm prepared to say if he's good or not good because uh, I'm yeah. using the same standard of measurement that you you use on Kanye and others. Absolutely no. I mean, I mean, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, no, that, no, 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 no. I'll I'll go down that road. I, I'd love to. Uh, yeah, no. I because Tucker, like every single other person, is a rich example 
Uh, I'm sure I mentioned to you before, and I haven't even fucking finished watching it. But that uh, the the lady in the V, what's the the car? The lady HBO in, car. Lady in the Tramp. No, no, no. Lady in the. It's a play on that, but like it's the name of the car. I'll figure this out. It's an HBO documentary uh, where it's like it's about. Oh, about the car that was. Didn't you see that? There's a swindle. I didn't watch it. Oh, no. see, I thought it was I watched, you that was. I watched a bit of the first episode. It didn't hold me. Oh, it's pretty good. I mean, I watched more than that. I thought it was good. Um, I'm finishing a show that didn't hold me right now. I haven't watched anything for a couple of weeks while on tour. Lady in the full. Dale. Okay, Lady in the Dale. Right. Sorry, that, the name of the car was the Dale, right? Yeah, yeah. The Dale is the name of the car, and so it's like I didn't uh, even learn that in the doc. I just use context clues. The the uh, person, the the lady in the Lady in the Dale is uh, <laughs> like a just not the car, big time swindler, like pulling scams left and right. Just that they live a life on the run. We're like they're because they're talking to the the kids. Whatever. I'm giving too many details that are not uh, germane to the point I'm trying to make here. But uh, the lady, she's a uh, transgendered. Okay. Uh, and she's trying to sell this car, and she's she ends up in L.A. Like that's where the that's where she you know she's hopping around the country pulling all these scams, um, and uh, but eventually the the car one and. Not even I, I need to finish the documentary. I'm not sure that the car is a scam. Like she might have stumbled onto something with this car. But maybe, maybe not. The point is, uh the guy <laughs> No, never you should never find out. Yeah, yeah. I want to know yeah. what the what the hook is. Um, but there's a the I if well, it is a scam and it does become certainly the business is ruined by an LA news anchor. Right. It's just like... There's somehow details of this story I know. It might be because I watched the first episode and they previewed the whole deal, but... I think I've told you all this before. Yeah, but that's probably that's what fine. it is. I've probably told it on the podcast before. Maybe that's it. Maybe uh, I tuned it out when we were somewhere in New Mexico. But so... It's like, shh. Now, do you see this Joe Walsh solo is really great in this Eagle song? <laughs> Pipe it down. I've... Uh, I, this isn't a recent... Uh, I've, it's been yeah. a while since I've got on gone on about this. But so there's a person in the documentary. It's LA news anchor that is just like hell yeah a fucking submarine the whole thing she's transgendered ah. these people are a fucking scourge on our community and it's uh it's it's like a and i mean like he's saying this stuff now like yeah. he's just like, LA, like it's, a, it's a present day interview LA's, with the anchor being like this is one of the proud moments of my career is fucking submarining this freak yeah uh and so the, they do that whole thing like you know they, they do the documentary and then, like at the end, they're like, uh, "Oh, by the way, the guy that uh, you know made it his entire life's work to hound this woman, Tucker Carlson's dad." Oh, come on! So, like, what were you gonna end up as? Like, I mean, you could like rebel, you know, obviously, yeah, uh, what? Oh, a fine, fine choice. You, you know? don't have that haircut that Tucker Carlson has and not be a, a shitbag from pretty early on. I went to TCU. I know what those guys look like. I can smell them. Is Tucker a Tucker Jr.? I have no idea. Is his dad's name Cucker? I, I don't, I don't Fucker, think his name's Tucker in the thing. Yeah. But I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've seen it, like I said. Uh, when I watched the first three episodes, it was at the old house. So it's been at least a year. We oh, just okay. celebrated yeah. the year in, uh, year in this house. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Do yeah. you guys still like the house? I love the house. I like your house too. I've stayed here a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've stayed at TC's house more than... Fourth. Uh, fourth place. Gotta be. Between me, and yeah, it is a fourth place. This is my Dallas place. 
Definitely. This in Rusa, if I want to stay in Little Forest Hills or whatever it's called, if I want some, if I want like city life, mm-hmm. or see and be seen, be able to walk to the grocery store. That's right. You know, walk to the market, walk to get my dry cleaning done. Then I live at TC's. It's a little slower out by the lake. It is a little slower out there. He's close to the FOE too. Mm-hmm. Like to go to the pool. That sounds nice. It's probably closed now. Sorry, guys. I'm on cold medicine. I might trail off. Yeah, no, me too. Uh, so anyways, we probably should have gone this long without uh, saying we have some news. There's some news that we want to share with everyone. Blink-182 has announced a reunion with the original drummer, Scott Rayner. No, Scott's never coming back. I didn't think that Tom was going to come back. I didn't think Todd... Todd, Todd I didn't think Todd was going to come back the fourth... the. The guy who plays keyboards. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of keys on this new album. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we do have news. But yeah, no, uh, as you may be aware, 97.1 changed formats. And uh, I wanted to loop Everett in on the fact that as part of uh, that format change, I don't want to say it's like the main reason they did it, but it's a factor in their thinking, no doubt, uh, is that they have uh, agreed to uh, put Jordan and I on on a Saturday show. That's right. I think right. it's Saturday. It's certainly on the weekend. That's right. We're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be on this weekend, but we have several details that need to be nailed down. That's right. There's a couple things we'd love to say, but there's a couple things that we just need to say TBD about. Yeah, so, you know, uh, just listen all weekend. And you'll, you'll hear it at some point. No, I'm sure. Uh, you know, watch uh, watch our watch our socials Set once your, we have the details. That's right. At son of Stan. Mm-hmm. That's I'll, also I'll mine. That's also TC's. I don't even think that's mine. I think I'm at the son of Stan on Twitter. Uh, go ahead and DVR all of the college football games on Saturday and just sit by the dial. Ninety-seven one. The freak. We're we're coming to the airwaves, you guys. Yeah, uh, you know, it's uh, it's really exciting. Uh, I think it just, you know, could be a cool thing. So, uh, you, you know, know it's going to be cool. We've just been, this has been our whole life. It's just like talking about, I mean, like in some ways, uh, absolutely asinine that like we've spent this much time planning a two hour, uh, you know, weekly uh, thing. But uh, we are Yet very excited about it. somehow woefully unprepared still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. It's going to be better than fine, you guys. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Should we, can we tell them what it's going to be about, even though we can't Absolutely. quite yeah, yet yeah. tell them the title? Sure. It's going to be about horticulture. No. Just, well, it might just touch culture. on horticulture. Yeah. I don't know anything about horticulture. Whores to culture. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, uh, just want to want to talk about fucking as much celeb gossip as we can fit in, fit in there. Uh, want to do a lot of discussions of music because Jordan's a real resource there. I don't know that I have too much to say. Yeah, but You're I, a huge fan. We need a fan's perspective. I, Sometimes I like, I'm jaded and misguided about my opinions, and I only pretty much listen to Steely Dan, so we're going to have to do something here if I'm going to need to know Ariana Grande from a hole in the ground, you know? Yeah, no, I could recognize her voice. I know. I know Ariana. Um, yeah, I, I like to, just on our, on our uh, trip, um, had a great time just i feel like the dynamic is good whenever you have someone who's very not like if it's just two people who are knowledgeable 
that's good in its own way, but it's a different way. They're both going to have like a real high level and uh, possibly difficult to access arcane conversation, which, uh, you know, that not enough of those go on. So like, I'm glad whenever they can happen. But, uh, but this is going to be that other thing. Yeah, we're like, uh, <laughs> you know, just like uh, I some questions that someone who knew about this shit would never ask in a public setting because they already know the answer. I uh, I don't know the answer. So right. like it, it does make sense. I'm not like putting on to like ask, you know, why the why this 12 string is different than any other 12 string. That we'll try great. to limit the gear talk at least. Nah, dude, I like gear talk. All right, we'll have a little gear talk. Um, I'm going to teach you guys how to tune a drum, how to uh, change a drum head on, on radio. I don't understand the tune in a drum. It doesn't sound like a note to me. It will. It could sound really worse is the thing. Okay. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that you don't notice when it's good. That's mm -hmm. why it's hard and subtle. A lot of drummers don't know how to tune. We might do a tuning a little tuning breakdown on the show. <laughs> but seriously, we're going to talk about celebrities and we're going to talk about, you know, the dirtbag angle of celebrities. And, uh, you know, me and TC went on a great, really amazing road trip uh, during the height of the summer. And we're just putting ideas out into the uh, universe about how fun it would be to be able to take some of these experiences that we... Uh, you know, that we were thankfully lucky and blessed enough to do, uh, to experience things on a trans more transcendent and higher levels sometime. And so, you know, we were kind of talking about, you know, your average run of the mill celebrity and some of the, some of the mischief and trouble they get into. We're going to take a look at some of that stuff, but we're going to try to take a, uh, more step back, uh, psychological introspective and, you know, existential perspective on taking a look at, uh, you know, uh, people going to rehab. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I, to prepare, I've been reading Will Smith. To prepare, memoir. you went to rehab as a teen. No, no, it wasn't to prepare for, I for know. This. Um, but uh, I've been reading uh Will Smith's memoir and, uh, like it just, the whole memoir, it's like really apparent. Like he never says like, here's all the things I talk about in therapy, but like, he doesn't need to say it. And like, uh, that's, that's the kind of, you know, like just getting into that, uh, you know, like what, what does this, uh, celebs talk about with their therapist? That's right. Cause they all got one. That's true. I'm going to compare it to what I talk about with my therapist. How would I just, we've talked about this before privately, but I just, I'm interested in the world of LA therapist. It has to be the fucking Super Bowl therapist. Like if, if yeah. you're, cause it's. It's two different, I mean, it's probably infinite kinds, but I, I think there's probably, in my mind, there's the people who are like, I'm not like I'm not good at this, but like, I'm just fucking, uh, like, California's a tractor beam, because like, I have a, I, like a, like a lot of people out there have like a self-aggrandizement kind of thing going. Sure. And I would think that the therapists, that's also true. Oh, Absolutely. And so, like, they just want to be like in the mix because they they like they're they're just doing this, hoping that Bravo will find them, right? Um, but then there are like the people who are just like, well, obviously, I am the best in the world, and they're right. Like the first group of people, they think they're amazing, but like they just want attention. They're, uh, but then the second group of people, like that's actually fucking sorry. No, no, no. I was just mentioning that uh, you probably get most therapists to admit to you that you know, they're in therapy or they 
understand the benefit of therapy. But in LA, that first group you're referring to are absolutely people who need to be in deep, deep therapy. And they're working as therapists. Yeah. yeah. I, I doubt that they're doing yeah. the the stuff on their own. They're probably like, nah, I got the answers. Got it covered. I'm giving them the fucking, you know, the third lead on a CW show. So pretty obviously I have the answers. <laughs> uh, and and I, that second group of like, this is the fucking Super Bowl of therapy. Like, it's got to be like your ability to charge the most per hour. And like, just dude, I mean, I bet it's fucking cutting edge work. The, 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 the zaniest minds in all of our land are being fucking shuttled out there every it's day. It's outrageous. <laughs> and, uh, and then you see them at shows and stuff. We'll get into some of those stories, but I would, I would play some shows in Los Angeles uh, with some larger artists. And then backstage, there'd be like a, a guy I recognized as being, you know, a therapist kind of there in a baggy leather jacket. Wow. Looking like uh, Wallace Shawn, the guy from Princess Bride, who says inconceivable. <laughs> hey. It's one guy I'm thinking of in particular who's uh-huh. just there, you know, but trying to dress like Johnny Depp. He likes music too. Loves it. <laughs> Loves it. Knows a lot about it. Knows a lot Means about a lot the to inner, inner workings. Yeah. Prescribes a lot of medication to musicians. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. You know, that's the kind of stuff we want to talk about. Um, that was just a preview segment right there. And uh, I definitely wanted to discuss the uh, the format change in general. Someone uh, We've had a couple people ask us, and uh, some of them addressed like me and Jake, and I'm just like, you know, I don't want to make this uncomfortable for anyone, but like, how much do you think he can, like, I'll just let you know right now, he's not going to come on and be like, <laughs> I think it's amazing. Like, he'll <laughs> listen to our competitor exclusively uh you know uh yeah whatever um but uh you know luckily enough uh, i mean i've never been on the radio and i'm you know reticent about some opinions i might or might not have yeah no i like i'm like i i don't work there now i don't work at the ticket now and i'm never going to again and like so but there's still like some things i'm like do i really want to say that like and i'm just like when when when's the time when i get to be free you know, like, it's just fucking annoying that I'm worried, like, this stuff's in my head at all, where I'm like, well, I don't want to be too harsh. Oh. I don't know, whatever. It's probably a good impulse. When can anyone be free? Probably the thing that's like, the you know. the decisions that they've made. A lot of what's holding me back is just, like, trying to be reasonable, you know? Like, my most extreme views on it, I know, like, aren't true, you know? Like, like that's, like, there's a part of me that believes that. But, like, there's a larger part of me that doesn't. And so, like, of course, you shouldn't fucking say that out loud because you don't actually believe it. Like, not fully. You know? Like, you know it's you know that you're just, like, to me, I know that I'm just, like, mad, you know, like, about whatever. Whatever. I'm not mad. But, like, you know, I don't know. Um, So I'm going to try and be – but I do, you know, I want to talk about the topic. Um, the big thing for me was, uh, I, you know, I didn't feel any kind of like huge way until I read the Sharon Grigsby article. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I have a hard time being like entirely neutral about Sharon Grigsby in the first place. So like, there's just a lot of levels of triggering going on there. I didn't even know that she listened to the ticket <laughs> and like, I've never met her, you know, like I'm sure she's a nice lady, but like, I don't know. Uh, I care about the sorts of stuff that she usually writes about right. and uh, often disagree. I mean, sometimes, you know, like it's fine, but like, 
she's read columns that have made she she's written columns in the past that have made me mad. So like whenever I'm reading another one that's also making me mad, I'm like, ah oh, yes, here again. But like about a new writers. topic. No, no, no. And she's like uh she's she's written some like personal stuff about Philip, who I consider to be a friend. Uh so I don't like people fucking like it was uh whenever he won re election against Matt Wood. Yeah. She had like a little blurb about like, you know. He may have won, but he still sucks, and I hope he knows that. Uh, I, I did not appreciate it, but anyways. Um, so she's writing this thing that's just like, is this good? I feel personally conflicted, uh, either that Mike's back and that he's trying to siphon listeners away. And first of all, I just think that's that's not how I would look at it. Uh, you know, like. Mike is obviously was going to grab the headlines, but like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to tell these people stories for them, uh, but I do want to like cite as evidence things that are true uh, to like kind of talk about like what, you know, uh, I think the impact of this station of the freak is, which is like, you know, Julie stopped doing her job because she was paying her fucking babysitter more than they paid her to do the job. Mm. That's fucking insane. Yeah. And like, so the, the fact that she's like able to go and like do something where like she's, she can pay more than the babysitter and like she gets to do this thing that she, uh, that she trained for and other people enjoy uh, right. having her do. I think that that, like that, like it's not yeah, fucking. Yeah, going to hold that against anyone? How do I feel about Mike? Like whatever, like it's, this is great for Julie. Dude, Saroy, I think he pretty much said this on Gordon's podcast, so I don't think I'm out of turn for saying it. He would have had to fucking like sell his house to continue working at the ticket. He would have had to sell his house. <laughs> and like, you know, there's the details there. Like, you know, it's because he ended up with the full payments in the divorce. And so like, he probably, if that hadn't happened, just would have bought a smaller house and then he wouldn't have had to sell it. It's not, it's not like he would have been homeless, you know, but like he likes the house and like he does it. And I, I don't know, dude, I think he's a fucking star. I think that Saroy is, you know, one of the most entertaining people I've met, ever met, one of the most fun people I've ever met, and uh, you deserve something like this a long time ago. Uh, so, you know, the fact that he's going to get it and he gets to stay living where he wants to live and he works with his lady, like, it's great. All this is great. So how you can, how you can be like... I don't know if I like this or not. I don't know if I like that, you know, these talented, capable people that right. love Dallas and want to work here and haven't been willing to like leave to go do some like, you know, the fact that they all get to like make their own thing and like build their own new thing. Like that's fucking Certainly. awesome. It reminds me a bit of uh, the way that college football is covered, especially in college towns. And just even, even, in, even being from Fort Worth, it's a bigger city. It's not your typical college town, but. I'm a TCU Horn Frog, and growing up, and even even recently with the firing of Gary Patterson, it's just, there's a feedback loop that kind of happens between fans of a certain thing and uh, loyalties that sort of happen, and you can see it reflected a lot of time in uh, in the journalism that's kind of reflected in the the article you're mentioning. I don't know much about that writer, but it felt like someone kind of feeding the fandom and kind of the frenzy that happens along with college sports. And I'm a uh, P1. I'm still a P1. I still like listening to all sorts of radio stations, you know, and, and enjoy things about that. But 
a new and exciting opportunity that's coming along for myself and for other people. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing to have happen. It's more choices, it's more options. And it's like nothing that's really going on, on a major, you know, part of the dial by any means, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The, the fact that it's, uh, it's just talk, you know, like, uh, that they'll let us do things like what we were just saying, you know, like if we went in and pitched the ticket on, we want to talk from a therapist's perspective on celebrity gossip. Like, yeah. They're not carving out two hours. You guys gonna get, that. Can we please have two hours on a Saturday or whenever it's going to be? Uh, for me to talk about Phil Collins' divorce, yeah, absolutely, and maybe not. how that's reflective <laughs> a little bit in his in his earlier, you know, in his earlier catalog. Yeah, um, and uh, I don't know the the thing that I really like. I mean, the ticket would come closest probably, but not anymore. Now, now you actually there is an actual place to do that. Yeah, and I'm I'm positive if I asked them that they'd say no. You know, like uh, they did like. IJB with half sports, like they were saying no. Sure. You know? So like, yeah, no question. What what the response would be if I requested that. Now, if like Wolonsky went in and had some idea or something, someone the the decision makers, you know, uh like just a, a lot of stuff can happen if you're like friends with the decision makers. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, we had a working relationship. I don't think that either party was ever like, ah, oh, yes, my friend. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I, if you are someone who is taking the freak news in a hostile fashion, I like hear me out. Just please keep an open mind while I make a couple points. One main point. Uh, this doesn't need to matter to you at all. Like the way that, like if the freak were so wildly successful that Cumulus felt they had no choice but to change the format of the ticket and like it just it went away, then I would grant you that like uh this is really fucked with your life and like this is this has had some some bad things. But I cannot express how far away from that that we are. Like they make seven figure profits every year and not a lot of other things that Cumulus are doing that. Like they're going to do whatever they can do uh, right. to, to keep this going. And it's not going to be that hard. The ticket is, is going to continue. Like I, I can't conceive of an end to it. And if it is, it's not like just, you know, like, They've had two other competitors before. Like whenever they were competing with ESPN and the fan, like this has happened before. Yep. This is not like insurmountable. What the fuck are we going to do? The only thing that's going to happen here. And it's here, different. It's more different than those other yeah. stations. Uh, like the impact of this is that, uh, you know, they probably or you know, it's, it's certainly possible they will make less revenue. But why the fuck should you care? Like they do, whatever they announce that the Cowboys are the most well, valuable franchise. <laughs> like, uh, are like are people like, dude, fuck the Super Bowl. I don't even care. Uh, the Cowboys are the most valuable franchise. I just, I just hope that Jerry makes money. Like, that's an insane position yeah. to take, and it's the same one here, yeah. dude. You don't care how like what They've their fucking really... profit statements are. You shouldn't. Like, they'd be insane too. So like, 
this isn't going to affect you at all. Like you get to listen to the ticket the exact same way you could always listen to the ticket. And now in commercials or, you know, if you like the, like whatever you have up, like the fact that any, and I've definitely heard from, you know, some people that are like, this is an assault on all of us. <laughs> and like, that's, that's just nuts. Like this, they're giving you more consumer choice. You shouldn't have view that as like, how could you do this to me? Yeah. Well, you know, we're conditioned in this country to root for companies <laughs> a lot of times. And, uh, you know, it's a brand and the ticket is a brand and it's been around forever. And we'll, as you say, continue to, to, uh, continue to be around, but this is a, it's an option. It's something new and it's going to be something really fun. And, you know, me and TC are going to be on there. So that's, 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 the, that's the really real important thing. That's the really, yeah. that's the thing that should probably make your Saturday decision for you at Didn't least. Didn't get mentioned in the Grigsby article at all. Kind of an affront. Uh, you know, they've been trying to keep certain things under wraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Easy to conceive of a situation where the ticket finishes first in the demographic and the freak finishes fourth. And I think that like... Everett and Vault to be overjoyed. I would think so. Uh, yeah, it's probably more than the Eagle was bringing in previously, I right. guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe first fucking... and second. Maybe it'll be like the That's late right. night wars. That's right. Just dueling back and forth. That would be awesome. That would be great. But I'm just saying, like, even, even if the ticket doesn't lose like a single dollar, if they just like keep on, I think there's enough. Like it's, you know, it's somewhat zero sum, but like not really, you know, like uh, I think it's cool that i mean it's kind of a sad state of things that uh two women is like look at this unbelievable amount of women <laughs> but look at this unbelievable yeah, amount of women yeah. like compared to the ticket lineup so i i think that to some extent they're not like really actually playing for the exact same people yeah are you ready uh, to unveil I'm not the fact that we to. might we guys we might have female guests <laughs> yeah that's right on our show um might yeah, might know. we might you know, we'll, we'll see what the fan feedback is on that. <laughs> the world might not be ready. Yeah, that's true. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Man. And then I... Uh, what if we just immediately have only an incel fan base, TC? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it feels like the likelihood. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. You think the IJB guys are just out there fucking all the time? Eh, there's there's some of us, bro. <laughs> was, I know you, dude. Don't, don't lie to me. Yeah, I mean, some of us, you know, proverbial, proverbially. Give me the total number of ladies you talked to on the entire tour. Oh, okay. Let's do a rundown here. The easiest situation to talk to ladies in the history of the world in a band. They're there every, to see your every, show. every show. Every show, Every show I you talk, talk to, to a lady? Certainly. Wonderful. Uh, I would ask them where the restroom is, how many <laughs> drink tickets we get. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're sorry that we're late. You know, but I do it all with this charming smile that would she'd sort of reciprocate that was like, you know, maybe if I met you somewhere else and sure. you looked a little different and you acted a little bit differently. Yeah. And you weren't a drummer in a rock band. Uh -huh. I didn't think I'd have to pay your rent. All that in the Maybe. smile? Yeah, she, she told me that. <laughs> it's expressive. The um, women of the Midwest are ready. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think from the Grigsby article, probably anyone reading that is most likely the thing that stood out was the, uh, the Corby quote. 
It was an explosive quote. It was explosive to me. Uh, in I don't know, man. I've been I've been thinking about it. You know, um, like, cause there's definitely part of me that's like, dude, you know how many times like he got you free concert tickets, and like he was cool. Like one of the best fucking nights of my life was hanging out with him at Barry Switzer's house. Boy, I bet dude. it was so awesome. And like, I don't know, just everyone contains multitudes because I, I would say that the longer I go along, I have to make those points to myself because 90% of my brain is like, dude, fuck him. Just because of the like, I don't know, all the fucking shit that he did that wasn't that. Like going around fucking asking the cowboys if I look like an old lesbian. That's yeah, the that's kind of fucking cool. bullying fucking TCU frat house bullshit. Like that's fucking unexpected. I was an intern. Yeah. Like... I was fucking up there all the time, like not being paid. And like the guy who's making six or he's not making six hundred. I don't know why I said that. The guy who's I was making I was gonna say six figures, but that's not true. I guess yeah, it is. Oh, I mean they made eight figures earlier. I'm now realizing in my head that I've gotten the number of figures wrong. <laughs> if you just made a million dollars, that wouldn't be that impressive. Yes, yes, yes. The ticket makes seven figures. Cor- I think no, you they said make seven. They make eight. Corby makes six. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Cool. Explosive financial information Guy tonight on makes IJV. Six. Well, everyone had to know that he made six figures. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm saying not what really the first for, number is. The people I know who work there were making like 14 grand a year. So yeah. <laughs> it's um, shocking news to me. All the hosts, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, but so... Uh, you know, this guy, he's making six figures, living in his nice house with his family, and he's cutting a picture of me out of Quick Magazine to go and show it around the Cowboys and be like, doesn't he look like a fucking freak? Ah, uh, uh, man. And so, I don't know. That uh, existed in a period of time where I wasn't listening all the time, but that would really, that would, uh, that's making me mad. To, uh, to that guy, I would just say... Uh, you know, fucking I uh, to the listener, I would say, like fucking read the quote and tell me why. That, like, if you're Mike and you're sitting alongside the kind of person who is capable of saying something like that about you to a reporter that's going to put it in the paper, like, are you like, well, this is a bond that I have to preserve, right? Like, he's showing in saying that why it would be easy enough not to work with him, yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I, I'm not saying that, like, as an insider who, like, has a special relationship uh, or a special knowledge of their relationship. I'm just saying as, like, a person who heard the hard line is, like, applying common sense. Like, I don't know. There were a million times on the air that Mike would make a joke that I thought was funny and that he would just he would lay out or, like, if he laughed, it was, like, laughing at, like, how dumb he thought that that attempted humor was. Like, I don't know, dude. Uh, it just, it, it didn't seem like my favorite kind of environment yeah. if it were me in there. Yeah. I don't know. And personal and anecdotal, you know, relationships aside, it's, it's, it's a really sort of salacious headline grabbing quote to say about someone who's just decided to come out of retirement and do something else. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's, it's like, not like he or, like, you know, in a lot, left a lot. to start this. Like, yeah, he, right. Like he's been gone for years. Yeah. Years years yeah years survived a fucking pandemic 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a lot of people rethought Boy. things at the end of the pit. I know and, I And sur- that Mike made it through was uh, impressive. <laughs> you, he was not keeping like the most exactly. impressive protocol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was prepared to just go on, keep doing the same shit I was doing after the last couple of years. But it turns out I reflected a little bit and decided I wanted to be in radio and look at us now. Yeah. So maybe Mike... Maybe Mike had some feelings about that or, you know, some of the other people on, on Twitter and elsewhere kind of saying like what a personal affront this is or how you could backstab people or anything like that. And it's like, you know, the, the, the politics and economics aside of what the station was or wasn't providing to its employees are one thing, but I mean, most jobs, people leave their positions and very often remain in the same line of work. Yeah. And after a brief period of time, find themselves at a competitor. Yeah. <laughs> doing the same type of role again. I mean, it's not like. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever they say, like the, didn't you invent the bunker? And like, now you're outside of the bunker. Right. Doing the, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is true. I do see the like uh, tension in that point. But like. Well, Mike I don't know. makes a great point when he just acts like none of that stuff matters at all. That's been my favorite part of how he's kind of met that criticism. uh, He's like, "Eh, maybe so. (laughs) He said said a few of those things, which have been great. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know, dude. But but today's uh, a new day. I always felt like the uh, the bunker was there to uh, protect others. <laughs> you know, like not sure. like it, it. It never felt like uh, people were like going out of there. Like you know, we've it, it wasn't working for me. <laughs> you know, like it wasn't a team thing where like everyone gives a little so that all get a lot. Like uh, I mean, whatever, dude. I don't know. I'm not like ungrateful for my time. Of you course, know, you're not. My time there is providing me with uh, more or less all of the good things in my life. You know, like my wife was a listener. Uh, uh, you know, like all of my friends are These listeners. Cool like, white microphones. I wouldn't know you if I didn't yeah, work man. there. Like everyone I know, my entire life is all people from there. I think about that all the time. I, you know, I'm thankful about that all the time. It's not like I think that the whole thing was just, you know, exploitation and terrible all around. And I don't know. Sometimes I get to bitching. Uh, you have that, to though man. that's not uh you know reflective of my full feelings about the the entire experience and on the like uh corby stuff i want to moderate that and say like you know mike hasn't like the stuff i was just saying about like you know i i don't it didn't seem like a, a fun working environment to me it's not like he's out there saying that and he's got a big enough you know like if, if that was like a you know the thing for him i'm sure he would have said something by now so i don't want to like put words in his mouth uh, you know, I I want to be reasonable about all this stuff, but I just I don't know. I I I I was taken aback by the quote, uh, and it didn't feel right to just let it pass. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who am I to say anything about anything? I, yeah, I think I I'm an insignificant are. person, but uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. I do have this podcast, and I presume yeah. that people downloaded at least in part out of interest in my opinions, and that is my opinion. Sure, and you have a direct re- relation to some of these events that have transpired. Yeah. We all wanted your take, TC. We all wanted to know how you thought about this. I know I did. But yeah, so, you know, I, I think the ticket will remain great. Uh, I think the Freak is is great and is going to be great, um, especially their weekend programming. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I, I think it's all, I think it's all wonderful. I think it's a great time to live in Dallas, Texas. We got a lot of surprises for you folks. We I'll sure do. there. 
Um, short note, just to transition away. I was listening to uh, Wild Wild West today, since I've been reading the Will book. The Cool Modi song or the, the okay, the, the Will, Will one. song? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, and, uh, it samples the Cool Modi song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Cool Modi, I think, was out there for the VMA's performance of it, right? Man, Will Smith ride a horse out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So good. I need um, to watch that. So he, uh, it's a, like, like whenever he's saying West, Jim West, Desperado. Right. There's other times, like, I think he says, you don't want to see his hand where his hip be at. Or, you know, it's no, he says my, you don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. I'm just trying yeah. to establish, is he telling a story as Will Smith, the rapper about Jim West? Or is he rapping as Jim West? I'm pretty sure he's rapping as Jim West. Uh, I think he's kind of working within that uh, AKA type of world that you'll hear a rapper go in and out of. They can sort of be, and that's just one of one of many of Will's AKAs. So I think he's kind of moving in and out of the character. Like I, I mean, think, I'd need to listen to the I think song, when he's but. saying West, Jim West, Desperado, he's like introducing himself like Bond, yep. James Bond. Yeah. And there, yeah. there is one point I seized on this where he's like, I'm the champ. Like, you know, me, Jim West, is the champ. So I, th I think that, and you know, we can re-examine that. You can come back later and uh, submit a yeah, different opinion. Yeah, you're hitting opinion. me with this one last minute. But uh, I'm going to say that uh, he's, he's speaking as Jim West. He's rapping from the perspective of Jim West. And Jim West, when, when was that movie set? Shortly after the Civil War, I think. Is it like a stand situation where at the end Will finds out that he is Jim West? <laughs> no, no I, I think he just knows he's jim west the whole time um dear jim here uh yeah here we go it's something about the civil war yeah yeah confederate scientists bent on revenge <laughs> yeah. for losing the civil war so <laughs> so this is taking place just after the civil war i just war. had this thought that when i'm just cruising through fucking bumfuck alabama on a tour and i see a a flag you know, a Confederate flag flying, uh -huh. you know, uh, while I'm driving out there, that it's just, that it's just all these people just upset about losing the war. They're just really upset that they lost the war. God, man. Fuck, we almost had them. I wish I had won that. <laughs> that's why, that's why I'm rooting for them. Like the fucking Cowboys game. Yeah. I wish they hadn't lost. <laughs> Oh um, man! But yeah, could so, you imagine if all those fucking rednecks who are bummed out that they lost the Civil War would have gotten productive and invented some kind of steampunk scientific the mechanical spider? Mechanic, yeah. Or there'd be a whole team of spiders. Yeah, big ones. The South will rise again through erector sets. That's what the movie is. I know. <laughs> Uh, but so he's rapping from the perspective of an eighteen seventies man. Whenever he says "not the GB," there's no way. Like, am I to understand that there was a previous iteration of the Ghostbusters uh, operating before the eighteen seventies? No, no, just fucking nonsense, dude. I think that's why I mean that he's just like it's alliteration. It's or he's he's operating in simile. He's like working in and out of the modern parlance. And then at the same time, kind of saying, I think I am he's being Jim West. sloppy in his world building. That's what I think he's doing. It's possible. 
He's not they got a comprehensive view. This whole like he, he asked NASA himself these questions. I'm yeah. Sure. Man, if you could give me a little bit of time, I'd probably come back with some prime examples of other songs in which Will Smith sort of portends to be something that he's not. Mm-hmm. Parents just don't understand. No, that's accurate. Nightmare on my street. What does he say in that song? Do you know? I don't know. Do you have that one on the ready? No, 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 no. I don't think I've heard summer, that summer, life. summer, summer time. If it's before Millennium, I don't really know it. I'm not that Being old. Vienos on Miami. Yeah, yeah, I know Miami. Yeah, I think I was watching on MTV when that debuted. God, that song is fucking badass. It's so good. All of them are. So he's saying, "There's got to be plenty of." Do you have the lyrics up? No, nah, I can um, get them. I'm gonna go through the lyrics of Wild Wild West. <laughs> it starts with uh right there wiki wild wild uh this is yeah, so it's dumb a Borat thing but uh every day this entire 40 minutes has been dumb after uh football practice in eighth grade we would stop at the 7-eleven across from bowman middle school and get some slurpees hell yeah and they had recharge a vhs of like i think it was just like a couple pokemon episodes on vhs <laughs> and they were selling it at 7-eleven and <laughs> Dude, gross they so uh, gross they advertised like in one of those little like stickers on the front they're like features the pokey wrap okay they got the pokey wrap in it and my friend would make the exact same joke every time of Pokey Rap. How's that go? Is it like a wiki Pokemon? A wiki wiki Pokemon? <laughs> that's it. That's oh, the man. Story. That's, the, that's what happened in my life. Was he life. good at football? Uh, not especially. Yeah. He was in a standout. You know, who knows if I'm attributing these things correctly? Like, that's such like a, like, if you know anything about human memory, you know that I have no chance. Like, he might have done it once and he might yeah. have been you. Or, yeah, I might have been by myself. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if it's who I'm thinking of, uh, he did go on to be the offensive MVP of the state title game in lacrosse. His Jesus. Year. But uh, he was not an especially talented football player. His lacrosse he's skill no was very Brown. high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friend Nick, he's been on the podcast before. Okay. He went yeah, to uh, the World f- Cup. Familiar with Nick, yeah. The Brazil World Cup. Well, let's get him on the horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if he made that, in fact, made that joke. Yeah, that so. terrible joke. West Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider, No You Don't Want Nada. Such a good song. Yeah, that's badass. Those lyrics are badass. <laughs> Rough neck, so go check the law and abide. Jesus, man. Follow the laws, dude. Whenever fucking Jim West is around. I tell you what, man, James Garner, he didn't rap. <laughs> I only had to go and make Wild Wild West with a rapper. With him, they had to go get a rapper to be the mermaid. <laughs> do whatever uh independent study you need to do. Um you're gonna leave it there. I want to. I need a you quick to example. Read the whole thing? Uh, no, you don't have to. Whatever. I what just do you need want? a quick example. What are you looking for? I just think that like he's in and out of like. God, I wish I had better examples. In rap songs, all the time, they're like referring. They're they're like, "I'm Godzilla. I'll blow down your house." And then next verse, they're back to being like a you know pushing a brick or whatever. I think it's like metaphorical. 
And even though he plays that part, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident that's not. Uh, the, I think that the only you think this is the rap, the Jim West rap. The this only is Jim thing West. is it, it's I like think, Mad Lib as Quasimodo. It's Will Smith as Jim West in this song. He's not Big Willie. He's not Willinium. He's not Beatitudes. That was one of his early AKAs. Um, Will Smith, aka Will Johnson of Centromatic. Will Smith, aka Will Clark, never missed a game. That was Will Clark, right? I think so. Who never missed a game? Lou Gehrig. Will Clark got some award for never missing a game. Did I say I'm the slickest they is? So he's saying, did I say I'm the slickest you is? They they is. That so tells me nothing. barking up the wrong tree. We coming. Don't be starting nothing. Me and my partner. So fucking Tonto. He's being very clear. It's him. Who's his partner in? It's Johnny Depp, isn't it? No, you're thinking of the actual Tonto. Uh, Kevin Klein is Artemis. Yeah, that's, that, the bad that's guy. who he's talking. No, I think Kenneth Branagh's the bad guy. Yeah, Loveless is Doctor Loveless is the Civil War. <laughs> Artemis is uh, I'm so yeah. mad. I lost the Civil War. I'm gonna make experiments. <laughs> Kevin Klein is uh yeah because uh he he. Like he does the classic uh, sitcom theme song thing of just describing the plot. Do you think that Al Gore invented the internet because he was upset about the Civil War? Probably not. I think he liked the results of the Civil War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You met him. He's a. How do you see him? He's a Democrat from the South. Yeah, but this means a different thing at that time. Oh. Because he mentions Artemis in here somewhere. Any damsel that's in distress be out of that dress when she meet Jim West. See, that's the kind of thing where, like, I don't know if he, I don't know if Jim West is Damn, let's choosing talk about to lyric. speak in the third person. Yeah. Also, yeah, are you she's in trouble? In distress. Are you in I mean, trouble? Then just <laughs> yeah. be waiting for me naked. Yeah, I'll bet you're fucking. Are you tied you are. to a railroad track? Yeah. Well, ease your way out of those ropes and take your top off. Yeah. Yuck. Um, it's uh, it's not good. Um. See, this is what I've been saying about rap. With Artemis from the start of this, running the game. James West, taming the West, so remember the name. Uh, yeah, I'll give it to you. He's rapping from the perspective of... And I think he does it consistently throughout. Once upon a time in the West, madman lost his damn mind in the West. See, that's where he's just telling you the plot. Loveless, kidnap a dime, nothing less. James, Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah. It's just a good song. It is a good song. It's a fucking super tight song. Um, how long have we been going? Oh shit. Looks like we're past an hour. I just I don't know. I, I still want to read more on Herschel, but I I'll tell you one thing. I got an idea. I got no fucking I got an idea, what? TC. If it's to talk about it Saturday, I'm out. I'm not talking about Herschel in public. In the oh first no, no, one? no no no! Okay no. okay okay. What's the but idea? any other? No, I mean that's what it was going to be. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean. <laughs> no, but I was. I brought that up before you said Herschel. It was happening at the same time. Oh, okay okay okay. I was just going to try to like throw it. Yeah, I'm trying to get into radio <laughs> you mode. Wanted to tease where I'm te- teasing. Sorry, yeah, get back to the. the I keep promoting. asking TC about like how the radio show should go and stuff like that. He's like, it's fine. You dumbass. Everything's no. going to be fine. We don't, don't have to worry dumbass. about that thing or that thing that you keep asking about. I'm like, but TC, there's going to be so many people listening on their drive to go to the skating rink for the kids' <laughs> That's party. Right. That's right. 
Uh, there are going to be people who don't watch college football who think that they're going to hear Mudvayne mm-hmm. and they're going to turn on 97.1. And we might play Mudvayne. Like one of the things we're going to do is we're going to talk about stuff like Mudvayne songs every once in a while. Mudvayne specifically? I don't know that much to say about They're Mudvayne way songs. down the list, okay. but I'm just saying we might listen to music and talk about it sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they'll let us. But uh, I don't know. I don't. I All of don't. that's TBD. The name is super kick ass. If if we can have it, I'm not trying to piss anyone off by fucking you know slagging their good friend Herschel Walker first off. Like I I just there's so many interesting things in life that aren't the abortion debate, and I'd like to focus on those. Uh, but I this Herschel story is fucking enchanting to me, like. It you know yeah, like it definitely you can't, crosses out of the realm of it being about abortion and being about salacious dirtbag celebrity stuff and that's where that's where you s- kick in the door. I just I just can't get over the like reading of his text messages to his son. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. I only I've been heavy heavy in tour bubble mode, but I assure you I'm going to catch up with all of it. But what I know about this story. Yeah, I need to catch up too, but just like the, he's just, apparently like every like six months, like once every six months, we'll just text his son and be like, your dad loves you. Yeah, that that part of it has been incredible. And like uh, nothing else, and like the kid like uh, hit him with like, oh yeah, like what's my friend's names? Like where do I go to school? Like you know, just like ask him. You know, like you love who, dude? You don't. You have no fucking clue who I am. Who do you love? And he's just like, God bless you. I God love bless you. you. <laughs> that is so fucking like banana pants. It like, remi- yeah, it uh, reminded me of uh this uh, basically auto response. There's a legendary soul drummer. He's on everything. He was Bill Withers' drummer. His name is James Gadson. And uh, he's on Facebook, and he has this heavy Facebook presence, but all he ever posts is the same thing. If someone wishes him happy birthday, if, if he if he wishes someone happy birthday, if he comments at all, it says, comma, comma, God bless, comma, 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 semicolon, some variation of that, God bless Gadsden, with a bunch of commas and semicolons. And when I heard this Herschel Walker story, it's just like, God bless Gadsden. Yeah. About absolutely everything. Yeah. I want to be a businesswoman. Are you on Danny Daniel Stesson's Twitter? Yeah. It only says I want to be a businesswoman. <laughs> it has for decades. <laughs> decades. Yeah. Um, I'd say when I lived with Danny's, when I lived with Daniel Stesson, uh, uh, a great filmmaker, director. Yeah. I, we, uh, you know, we've I, talked about him. We just, I, I know him as Jordan's friend, but uh, he, he has uh, done many great things. Uh, and continues to. The, uh, the, uh, go watch Dream Corp uh, LLC yeah. on Adult Swim. Yeah. Uh, and some Son of Stan music videos. But now oh, yeah. since, I'd say since 2010, 2011, he's been tweeting every day, I am a businesswoman. <laughs> I want to be a businesswoman. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a kind of like Herschel texting his son. I love yeah. you. It's a similar compulsive behavior. God bless Gadsden. Um, comma, comma. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I just, just thinking about that. I, I, I'm imagining that people are like, Herschel doesn't love his son. And, uh, I see where they're saying that, but I do want to have a dialogue with the people thinking that. And just like, I, I just think it's an it's an interesting insight into the way that people work of like 
I, it, it feels like the movie AI to me. Like yeah. there's there's like a little bit in there, and like it's reaching out. Yeah, and it's it's not enough. You know, like yeah. uh, in the end, like he's a guy that fucking you know beats his many wives and pays them to have abortions and then campaigns for no one else to be able to have abortions yeah. and, and all that stuff. You know, like, but like I I think that there is something in there. Like, and dude, who the fuck knows how Herschel Walker's parents treated him growing up? Based on all this, I've got some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, you know, I, I think that the, some part of some people in his life have been trying to fucking snuff out that spark since uh, since he arrived here on Earth. But, like, it's strong. The, the light of the Lord is strong within Herschel. And so it's, it's there. It's trying to reach out. And, like, it's not coming nearly close enough. And as a result, his son is suffering tremendous harm of not having a present father and one who he probably feels is fucking mocking him with this fucking like surface level just fucking meaningless like you're you're doing just enough so you can tell people that like uh oh me yeah i talked to my son like in that it's a it's not <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. quite just enough yeah 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 uh he's I, doing a thing to be able to tell people <laughs> that he talks to his son. It's just like, you know, all of us contain multitudes and uh, most of the elements of Herschel Walker are, you know, the guy that's, uh, you know, making it to the Christian Walker. His other son is tweeting about how his, him and his mom had to move around six times in six months to get away from him so that he wouldn't be fucking like, you is know. Is Christian the one that's out there talking a lot? Yeah, yeah. In, yeah Who's okay. strongly, uh, he's he's a conservative he's no i know I've, deeply I've, conservative uh, uh yeah boy yeah um so it's not like he disagrees with the ideas he asked me he just, he's <laughs> just saying that he uh he always says it like this too he's like yes yeah get a job yeah <laughs> he's very like sultry he's very yeah. pri- he's very prissy yeah i don't think he you know um it's got to be a thing for herschel i, I don't want to assume but he's got to be like my son's a little that sounds a little funny. Uh, I mean, Herschel talks like Herschel. Yeah, Christian though talks like. Isn't is a modern day Herschel? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. He just kind of got this, like Herschel's kind of central this. casting. Uh, yeah. Like, listen, he won the Heisman. Like, you know, all due respect, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Herschel Walker's no, voice is legendarily Herschel Walker's yeah, I voice. Know. But Christian's got this those crystal eyes that are a little different. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, most of the multitudes within Herschel uh, are like, you know. Very close together. They're hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're acting out of fear. And they're, they think that the world's a scary place. And, uh, you know, and sometimes, you know, and like, so they're they're hurting other people. You know, they're hurt and so they're hurting other people. But like... I think that the the one that's texting his son, like it, it's it doesn't suck that he sends the text. It sucks that all he does is send the text. Yeah, right. If he was just doing, if he was building on that, we could do some great things. Oh, there'll be you know times where I don't have much to say to my parents, and they'll get an "I love you," and then I look at the thread, and I've just sent "I love" three "I love yous" in the past ten days or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those those would be weird receipts to take a screenshot of and publish. <laughs> But it is so nuts. The Herschel Walker. First of all, Herschel Walker <laughs> Senate candidates is an insane. Yeah, sentence. I was gonna say anything <laughs> past the point of 
legendary, <laughs> yeah, legendary athlete Herschel Walker. But, not that he's not capable of more, but yeah. you know. But that seems to be the only route. It's like you either become a politician or you sell insurance in your hometown. That's <laughs> yeah. what I know about football players. You can teach other people how to play football. Yeah, you can start a school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're going to talk about Donda Academy someday. Did you guys talk about it? I don't know week? enough about Donda Academy to speak on it. It's not fully accredited. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Listen, I've been to loosely accredited schools. I'm not in the business of looking down my nose at them. For I think you are, in fact. No, no, no. I'm proud of my... <laughs> I don't my, know how much money you make with life skills, but... <laughs> I'm proud of my HLA degree. Yeah. I don't know if people know about Houston Learning Academy. Excel was not... Excel couldn't get their own license. Like, you had the... But you can, like, just... Like, HLA could kind of say, like, <laughs> this is this is like our Conroe campus. Boy. So we would see the HLA lady once a year on graduation... She would be like, here's your degree. Tap you on your head. Yeah. Keep uh, up the good work to the underclassmen. Uh, her daughter showed up at one point, and I, that, was, that was a wild little interlude. Like, uh, she just, like, got – like, like I'm, I'm, I'm being extremely little. This woman was uh, – had not, like, you know, I was there for four years, so I saw her four times, so I knew who she was. But, like, you could have been there for a while and not have any idea – like that, they're that you're going to the Houston Learning Academy, yeah, or that like who she is or whatever. Uh, but like God they damn. they hired a new teacher, and uh, you know someone was like, "Yeah, how'd you find out about this?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm so and so's daughter." We're like, <laughs> "Wow, <laughs> I didn't didn't know about the wider that lady universe." From what I <laughs> didn't heard, know though, she had a daughter. From what I heard, though, it was pretty much just family members being brought into the fold at that school. Yeah, the majority. Like, I mean, like the only thing stopping it from being all family and the members only is they hiring didn't have more family members. Yeah, the only hiring requirement where those people say, "If you say a word about this, I'll kill you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she was cool though. The, the teacher, she was cool. Uh, she was one of the good teachers. She like uh, she left. She said migraines. Ooh. So I never know if that means like she found out what the school was really like and she couldn't take it. Yeah, or or if she knew all along and she didn't really mind who the fuck like all that stuff, you know, like yeah, we would have teachers like leave suddenly, and you know, I always speculate about whether it was that or not that or some entirely separate third thing. Like, I'd love to think at least one of them. Yeah, no, the, my favorite but... teacher. I think that he was like, I can't. Like I thought I could, I wanted to try, but like I can't in good conscience participate in this system. But, but none of them. I drove, might just be projecting, you right? Know? Like I don't fucking know. None of them see seem to have driven straight to the Houston Chronicle no, to report no, their no, no, findings. No, and there was a staff member who did, uh, like write a letter to Aspen, the parent company that, like you know, in his telling, it got a lot of things changed, and he might be right. I don't know, uh, but like I don't know, even even upon that, like it's not. It's not a clean, good story. I right. watched him participate. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, he fucking liked riling up the picked on kids just as much as anyone else, you know? As did I. Like, <laughs> no one, no one's perfect in this story. Yeah. It's a lot of, you know, hurt, broken people. Uh, the way any story is. That's, I think you're perfect everyone. now. Thank you. I, I disagree, but I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, man. We've been going a while. We'll have more for you on Saturday. See you on the radio, bitches.
That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.